Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode Gundam Seed podcast that finished Gundam Double O and decided it was time to da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-duel. My name is Jeremy. I'm here participating in an exhibition podcast. I'm Tyler. Where's my year's supply worth of podcasting materials? My name is Zach. Well, you haven't won the exhibition podcast yet. <laughs> oh, okay. That the, that makes a lot of sense. The exhibition podcast tournament where you just have to keep podcasting the longest? <laughs> I would fail. I can't breathe. <laughs> no, the problem is, does it work like a filibuster where you can just say whatever, or does it actually I have can't. to be on topic? <laughs> like, like, can I just get, like, the... Uh, path of radiance and just sit there and read those books until someone else falls over that's a fire emblem game i don't know what you were going for but it wasn't that <laughs> no i was uh i would say malazan chronicles of the fallen i was trying to think of brando sando's stormlight archives thank you <laughs> i was trying to think of the first book because isn't it oh it's the way of kings it's it? way of kings yeah today we're watching episode 23 of gundam build fighters gumpla eve what did you guys think of this episode of television I um, liked this one as a breather episode, but it also could be I watched it directly back to back with the one previously. Say, and you, we gave the last episode a lot of shit, but I was actively bored during this one. Okay, so. I really like this episode, but it is a lot of what it is. It is that, and I think that was my problem. I actually did really like this episode, and a lot of that was because it is a breather between, like, before the final fight. It lets our characters yuki specifically interact with say and reiji before that final encounter like it's just a fun little like aside before we get back into super duper serious contest as serious as gun the build fighters gets anyway yeah. with yuki larping all over the stage <laughs> <laughs> We will get to that. If this is your first episode, Gundam Build Fighters is the story of Sei and Reiji, Blue Oni Boy and Redoni Boy, respectively. Sei is good at building Gumpla, but gets sad when, because he lives in a world where after you build a Gumpla, you are expected to fight with it in a battle system with realistic battle damage. And he was too afraid his Gumpla would get hurt to battle well, until he met Reiji, a Redoni Boy who might be a genie but is actually just secretly a prince from another world <laughs> who didn't know anything about Gundam, but is good at battling them. Together, they entered the world tournament and have made it to the finals, where they will face Majin Kawaguchi, who is secretly their class rival, Tatsuya Yuki. Secretly. Secretly. <laughs> also, uh, Chena is there. She's Sei's girlfriend from his class. And also, Isla is there. She's Reiji's girlfriend from earlier in the tournament <laughs> and Rinko, who is Sei's mom and therefore Reiji's mom and Isla's mom. <laughs> also, they have their friends who they have won through friendship, including Nils Nielsen, the half American, half genius, half ninja, who just wants to learn the secret of these weird particles that can move Gumpla and that's all we use them for what? <laughs> and remember, he is the fiance of Kerorine. Girl, boyfriend. The boyfriend of Yajima Caroline. Of this episode. Yes, that's why but we, we can't spoil it, Zach. <laughs> who is his sponsor Mao's there he gets dragged off pretty early this yeah, episode yeah and Mao's there and also Ron Baral you know from Mobile Suit Gundam <laughs> Ricardo Fellini puts in an appearance that's yeah, true with, with his fuck buddy Karala <laughs> yeah the Gumpla Idol also uh, I forget his name Oka I don't know the big gorilla guy shows up again isn't that Gondo yeah it is Gondo oh it is Gondo yeah man I don't know where I got that name and Sazaki says neighbor <laughs> and Rain from G Gundam puts in an appearance. Yep. Lo lots of characters from Gundam put in appearances this week. Thanks, Char. <laughs> this is the reference episode. You know, for, for a pile of vignettes, I think it works reasonably well. It just... 
none of the vignettes were individually terribly interesting for me. So. I, I think the energy is infectious and it's very positive, but we will get into that. As we watch episode 23, Gumpla Eve, you can watch along on Crunchyroll if you like. I recommend you do. Tyler may not. I would recommend going back and starting from episode one. We begin on life support. <laughs> yeah, speaking of infectious energy. Where Majin Kawaguchi II is being abandoned by Tatsuya Yuki to his fate in the hospital. He has so many IVs. What is he dying of? Uh, too many <laughs> drugs in order to win gunpla battle. Well, we, we did talk about how uh, classic particles are a carcinogen, so... Yuki says that he will not continue his philosophy of building Gunpla only for victory. Anyway, instead, peace out. Instead, he will spread the fun and enjoyment of Gunpla, like the first Majin Kawaguchi. Anyway, have fun dying. He did leave flowers, so that's something. And he wants to be like the man who taught Majin Kawaguchi III the wonders of Gunpla. Whoever that might be. If only we knew. If only there was some... It's probably some kind of drill sergeant when it comes to building stuff. Um, I was thinking of uh, some sort of battle hobo who goes around <laughs> arresting mafiosos. I would watch that anime. <laughs> I would get the opening sequence. Battle hobo mafioso? That's, that's, that's like a battle, different anime. It's battle, mo- it's battle mafioso hobo. Because he is battling mafiosos and he is a hobo. That is fair. I don't know if he is, like... What the hell are his living... Does he get a per diem? I'm so confused <laughs> about any of this. He is supported by the shop. Well, but also he works for, like, the International Gunpla <laughs> He is an International ring. Gunpla referee. <laughs> yeah, d- like, what's his stipend for that? Does he get paid? Uh, he just gets to get to the games for free. So that's actually what he does. Is he, makes he gets a, ba- it's a bounty system. The more mafiosos he brings in, he makes more money. Oh, that makes sense. That's why he's so good about uh, beating people up in bathroom stalls. He's like some sort of John Wick over here. I'm sorry, he's like some sort of silent protagonist from Willy's Wonderland over here. We cut to Kalala, who is giving an interview about the wonders of Gumpla Week before the finals. It's a me, Kanata Sean. Anyway, we're having a party. Like they've got a full bore like carnival, carnival here, including Quest Pariah <laughs> and some characters from Gundam Unicorn. Uh, All right, no, sorry. No, this is Licty uh, and Christy. Yeah, Licty and Christy. And former Asume and Puru and the kids from the White Base and Audrey Byrne with her good mom Haman instead of <laughs> terrible manipulative mom Haman. <laughs> and they even relocated the life-size Gundam statue. And they also built a life-size Sharzaku. Yeah, they did that 12 years ago now. So what was the life-size Gundam already built by the time the show come out, came out? The life-size Zaku had just been completed when the show came out. Okay. This is a meta thing about it being shown for the first time, because it was about to debut. Gotcha. And they're going to both be lit up at night. So bring It'll your girlfriend. Awesome. Also, we have this Gumpa building table, off curtained off here. Classroom. Yeah, there are no teachers, so... Well, who knows what all those guys that are standing up are. They could be the teachers. And also a free battle area where you could even run into someone from the world tournament. That seems a little bit, um, cheesy. For the fi- for the finalists to be playing. Well, I mean, the German champion is, uh, you know, he's, he's just here, here to he job for, for random twelve-year-olds. That could kind of be of attraction, though, right? Like, oh man, I could play against someone who was in the finals. That would be cool. Anyway, the German champ gets death scythed. It's not even a good color scheme, death scythe. No. Nope. And there's a special sage with talk shows and stuff, and even a mini concert performed by me, Kilala. And also in the background of this shot, Rinko and Chino. <laughs> I actually kind of like. That, like, they're here. Well, and it also lets uh, 
Say's dad realized that the reason why she's not at home is because she's at the tournament supporting Say. Because Say's dad is an idiot. <laughs> oh, why didn't I realize that? And then a rare appearance by Sunglasses Char, distinct from Quattro Bagina, says, because you're a spoiled brat. Just like in the, you know, like he did in the bar in Gundam when Giran Zabi was giving the speech about, why did my brother have to die? Why? <laughs> Anyway, Say's dad declares that he will catch up with Rin as Lala shows up with ice cream for Char. Amazing. Cut to some battle montage. Specifically, the German champ being defeated by a Zou. I mean, it would be, like, kind of a fun one if it was like, yeah, you can play against these people that were in the world tournament and they're using, like, the stock stuff. Just as, like, a fun a fun little thing instead of just beating up on this guy who sucks but somehow managed to get here. Yeah, how is he here? He's so bad. Well, Although I mean, he, assume has... he just keeps losing on the first round. It also, like, I think the first two that we saw him were, like, kind of mediocre. Like, there, that one was, like, the... I don't even know what the money he was using there was. No, uh, my, my question is, how did he get into the world tournament? How did he make it past oh. the qualifiers? No one in Germany plays Gunpla Battle. Ah, okay. I like he's he's really depressed and China, Rinko, and Isla walk past it. Isla has this huge Haro cookie. No, Zach, China has a cookie and Isla has a cookie. <laughs> I love how she's like when she goes by, she's munching on it the entire time. And she's got crumbs all over her. And she's like, oh man, everyone here's looking forward to see my boyfriend battle in the finals. And Rinko's like, yep, reminds me of when my boyfriend battled in the finals. <laughs> and China's like, oh, so this is so why uh, my boyfriend is so into this. And Rinko's like, yes, that's right. My husband was so amazing. Cut to him trying to hitchhike and failing. <laughs> I do love how she's like, he was amazing. And then it cuts to that. It's just such a funny contrast. So Isla, who has had the joy of Gumpla beaten into her, is now like, <laughs> hey, China, I want to build my own Gumpla. Will you help? I do love how like, they're... I've done it once. Sure. I do love how they're doing this around Rinko, like clearly not listening to her and then just leave her in the dust. And Rinko's like, oh, there goes my daughter and my future daughter-in-law. <laughs> Cut to Baker-chan telling Mishida what a success this party is. Now the sales are through the roof. And he's like, of course, don't you know anything about Gumpla? <laughs> and he's like, wait, you're just trying to distract me from the fact that that boy I hate is in the finals. And if he wins, I'm going to have to do commercials with him all year. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I do love as soon as he gets mad. Baker Chan just turns her back to him. <laughs> yeah, she does not deal with failure particularly well, which is consistent. I do love how his concern is, I will have to use him in commercials and keep seeing him. It's so banal. I really love the stakes of it's it. It's not even like the, uh, he might, well, he's, he's kind of off the uh, he'll find out train now and more on the side of like, I'll have to keep constantly seeing him to that extent. It's kind of like the, I want to wish to be two inches taller. Yeah. yeah. Back to Mashida. Anyway, Mashida's like, Baker, you keep saying it'll be okay, but you never do anything. As she has turned around. But you can relax this time. They're facing Majin Kawaguchi. There's no doubt they'll lose. Plus, just to make sure. We've decided I... to cheat. Again. And Mashida's like, ooh, I like the sound of that. Who's helping us? And she's like, come in, nine bathers. <laughs> my immediate thought when this guy showed up was, don't tell the Majin that you're going to be offering him help because he's going to be very mad at you. And then the end of this episode happens. And I'm like, so what happened to the dude that barged into the dude's office to be all pissed off at this? <laughs> but so we go back to Reiji and Say as they're walking through the festival. 
talking about how Say doesn't need to actually tune up the Starbuild Strike right now, and Reiji can get absolutely pig out. Yeah, because all the contestants have to eat all the food for free. And Say's like, you're eating too much. And Reiji's like, no such thing. <laughs> anyway, want some Mao? Mao's like, no. I lost my girlfriend and my Gumpla and my reason for being in this series. <laughs> but then a wild um, Mao sensei. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> his sensei shows up and yells at him. He's like, Mao, why are you so depressed? Didn't you learn the secret of the Gumpla Shingyo school where you must exercise these negative thoughts? Away with you. I'm dragging you away from this because nobody likes you. Let's go look at ship girls. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have Gumpla girls over here. <laughs> So we go to a <laughs> we go to Rain very tastefully announcing some free battles, including one between Gonda and his new gold suma or his new it's, gold it's, it's turn a turn X facing against Sasaki and his new improved Gan Vulcan. I'm not like they say it's a it's a year's supply of gunpla. What does that mean exactly? I don't know. I assume it's every gunpla they print that year. You get one. That every, would make sense. It's just a weird way to phrase it for the year supply thing. I do like the Gan Vulcan. It is the least dumb Gan I think we've seen. Or maybe the most dumb. I'm not sure which. So, Gonda uses the Moonlight Butterfly, which is just a little bit of overkill, but... <laughs> but it doesn't work. The Gan shoots missiles, but the Turn X separates into a bunch of parts, with the Gan Vulcan just easily Vulcans down with its giant machine guns. <laughs> that is the Turn X's gimmick. Yep, yes, is splitting apart. So Ma uh, Suzaki is very, very proud of his crappy Gian as a Ray and uh, Reiji and Sei show up and are like, yo, hi. Hey, you guys are still in this series. And Gundam's like, good luck in the championship. We're friends now. And Suzaki is like, Sei, don't misunderstand me. We're still rivals. I came to scout you out and use and build new, cooler Gians. And Sei is like, I literally can now don't really like you're nowhere close to my level anymore. <laughs> I love how Reiji is just like, wow, you're patient. But a new challenger has appeared to fight to face off against Suzuki. And he's got uh, uh, Ricardo Fellini's theme music, so. <laughs> and color scheme. Is this one based on the Epion? No, it's based on the Wing Zero. Okay, it, it's got the drag. It's got the like jet mode had the, like the dragon front on it, so that's why I was like, is this an Epion? Okay, what are the rules if tournament contestants can just participate in this? I assume this is like a King of the Hill situation. That's the only thing, given that we see certain people participate multiple times, that's the only thing I can imagine. I wonder if it's a... Like, I don't think... I, well, at the very least, Say and Reiji don't actually participate in this, but I like the head on that. That actually might be the Epion. No, it's not the Epion head. It's something else. But it's the... It's uh, Ricardo Fellini's new... It's... Fenice Rigiscata? Rigiscita? Riniscata, which means rebirth. But uh, he shows up and just takes the uh, Gion... Vulcan apart. Big surprise. Get Vulcan! Say <laughs> <laughs> is just like, wow, he's just like a little kid. And Rage is like, this is just bullying. This is straight up not fair. Anyway, a wild Sheena appears. And they, uh... And we get a montage of a bunch of Gundam characters building Gumpla, including a young Domon Kashu building a model of the Dark Gundam with the help of Kyoji! Building a Shadow Gundam. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's actually called, but he's got he's got the Gundam Spiegel. Is that actually what it's the original name is? I think in, it is. In English, they sure. changed it to the Shadow Gundam. The, and that's the what stupid I ninja one. From. Yes. Yeah, it's a Spiegel Gundam. And they say Isla is building according to Yuki's instructions. Yep. 
not Majin Kawaguchi, Yuki specifically, his hair is down. And she's so happy when she gets it done. Or when she gets, like, the piece she's working on together. And San Reiji are like, oh, hey, Yuki. Cut to a Plavsky truck. This and is the actual plot of the episode. Where Nils Nielsen is like, ah, as I thought, more people have come than they expected. So they will need to refill the Plavsky particle tanks. And I can follow them back to the factory. He's also half spy. I don't know that we mentioned that. He's half ninja, which is the same thing. And then his uh, a wild Caroline appears it's to... Like, uh, like, oh, are we playing detective? So Niels is like, what are, what are you doing here? I, I didn't rem- I thought I lost you. And he's like, what? I'm your fiance. <laughs> and Niels is and like, like well, our, our relationship has advanced so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I will. That, that gave me a genuine laugh when she said that. And Niels' expression. It's one of the best jokes in a very funny series. Anyway, the trucks start uh, driving away, and Nils is like, oh, no. And Caroline's like, don't worry. I'm actually useful. I'll have a, I have a butler. He can drive us after it. Although the most, the strangest thing about this scene is what's missing from it. Which is? Caroline's horse. Oh. <laughs> you, what, it would be so good if they just jumped on the horse. and <laughs> It would not be stealthy at all, but it would be so good if they followed on horseback. But this is not a horse area. It's the city. Uh, so Nils very seriously contemplates the secrets of the Plavsky particles, and we don't get an eye catch. Honestly, I don't really care how Nils and Caroline chase that truck. I don't have a horse in that race, and neither do they. Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of Gundam Build Fighters. It's Gunpla Eve, everyone, which means the finale's soon. Uh, we just recorded that, and we're getting ready to do our wrap-up episode, but we're also getting ready to do some, like, interlude stuff in between. As opposed to interlude stuff, which is where two lutes intersperse notes. You, you get the joke. Anyway, apparently I'm feeling slightly punnier than usual, so I'm going to spare you all. Hey, we have a patreon.com slash lastpodcast where you can get all of our episodes early and also some bonus content. What random piece of bonus content am I going to recommend? I am literally scrolling through our Patreon right now. Very salient to this episode, we did do one where we all just built uh, some gunpla together. Um, mine was just like a little Haro model that Ed gave me, which was fun. But we also do things like review anime movies, or just regular movies, or just talk about some stuff. I wanted a short presentation on robotics. Oh no, all sorts of stuff going on over there if you're interested. For $5 a month, you can get all that. Or for $1 a month, you can let us know that you monetarily care about us. Which actually matters quite a bit to us. Or if you don't have money or don't want to give us money, but still want to participate, you can also hop over to our Discord. That's linked on our website, www.lastpodcast.com. And you can hop in and hang out. We actually just had, like, five people join in the last couple weeks, which is, like, an unusually high rate for us. So if that is your jam and you want to hang out with some nerds who mostly talk about model building, um, that's a cool place to do that. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say. Let's go watch Fellini get absolutely wrecked in an exhibition match. It's beginning to look a lot like Gunpla. Everywhere you go So we go back into, like, the tournament for the... I I presume this is the King of the Hill for the year supply of Gunpla. I don't know who or what the Gundam is that uh, Ricardo Fellini's uh, new model is going up against. It's a Master Gundam. Is it? Yeah, it's it's heavily modified, but it's a Master Gundam. Oh, it's, It's 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 got a... Bits and pieces of the one of the uh, other 
what's it called? It's the Shuffle the, Alliance. The, yeah, the Shuffle Alliance Gundam's attached to it. I really like how the Fenice uh, Rebirths like Buster Rifle has like a tail bit it can go on. That's a really cool thing we see here, as it powers up its beam saber to cut through this guy. I am going to point out that uh, Fellini came up with and designed this whole new model within like a week. Yeah, it's, he even says, you haven't seen me for a while because I've been building this cool new wing Gundam. And he's like, oh, there are no more challengers? And nope, there's one more challenger at least, and it's a Gabara Tetra. And it's well built too. As if someone beat it's, the it's love still, of building Gunplay into this person as well. <laughs> well, it's it's still pretty rough, but it, rough, but it was built with time and care. And hey, isn't there another character that have had one of these before? Because I was like, ah, oh, thank you, Fellini. I built it myself. Go no. easy on me. <laughs> and Fellini was like, ah, oh, I've activated your trap card. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he is sensually defeated. That's the word for it, right? <laughs> this gunplay blushes. Uh, much to the consternation of the German champ, Longalala, and Greco Logan, who has shown up to hang out with Fellini. Uh, anyway, the guy from 0080 also wins, because he isn't dead in this continuity. <laughs> Just like all these nice people building Gunpla aren't dead in this continuity. Hey, it's Uso, and his parents aren't dead. Yep, lots of people not building dead today. Building the shitty, shitty victory Gundam. Yuki loves this scene, and how everyone is enjoying Gunpla so much. As they're all standing on, like, an overlook. So Rage is like, you're not the Majin today? And Yuki's like, oh, the outfit makes my shoulders stiff. Rage is like, then you should quit. And he's like, yeah, I know. I love how blunt Reiji is and how Yuki is just like, yes, I know you're very blunt and you don't actually <laughs> understand what's going on. But And so Say finally gets to ask him the question that has presumably been bugging him the entire time about how he withdrew from the regional qualifiers to become the third Majin. Which we already knew. Yes, so. but the thing is, like, Say, I think, wanted an, like he wanted to actually get the confirmed answer. Like, he obviously would have figured out. We well, already know he's kind of a bright kid. But, like, to actually hear it and be confirmed as, like, this is why you did this, not because you were running away from us, like, running away from, actually, the challenge. So Yuki's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but Rage is like, nah, now we get to be fighting on the world finals. Like, I can't imagine a better stage. There literally isn't one. It's rad. I'm kind of surprised that Reiji didn't phrase it as, we now get to beat you on the biggest stage. Well, this is, like, the one person that Reiji isn't confident he can beat, right? In the whole world. At least that he's met so far. He is, I guess, canonically one of two people that Reiji hasn't actually beaten. The other being Fellini? Yeah. Although, canonically, I think he has beaten Fellini off screen. Well, I mean, like, when practice, but, like, when going seriously, we haven't seen him beat Fellini. He fought Fellini to a draw. True. And so, Yuki's like, hey, remember how in, like, episode three, I tell you that if you beat me, I would tell you why I was interested in you? You see, the one who taught me the joys of Gumpla was your, your father. father. No, that can't be true. He told me he... Wait, no, never mind. <laughs> no, my that track's actually... Exactly. Dad, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Back then, I was going to inherit my stepfather's company, and I was studying abroad. My timeline makes no sense. <laughs> I was just doing what my stepfather told me to. Well, and I started is, to grow resentful of it. Like, it could easily be a situation where... He, like in primary school or in like early middle school was when he was actually studying abroad. Cause he, you said it was business school. He doesn't specifically specify. Yeah. He was studying how to become a good leader, whatever that means. Anyway, we cut to that guy who let uh, Mao hitchhike with him. And now he is letting Say's dad hitchhike with him. So apparently this guy just likes giving hitchhike. He gets very bored when trucking. 
despite the fact that Japan is far smaller, so they don't have, like, multi-day worth <laughs> drives. Well, he just drives the same route back and forth all every day, so of course he gets bored. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, like, Fellini is like, I lost to my girlfriend, but damn it. I do like the scene here of uh, Isla and China talking about and building her gunpla there. Yeah, and you, if you look at the kits, you can get a preview of what Isla's gunpla is going to be. I remember seeing a Sasabi. Yeah, that's one of the ones in there. I just don't remember what the other one was. Also, Mao is building his, and hey, his girlfriend's like, hey, sorry I freaked out when you tried to kiss me. You want to, like, maybe take it slow? <laughs> and Yuki's like, Gumpla gave me freedom and pleasure. Hobbies are good. So I decided to become a mage and do what I love with my life. So I could do that. And I'm like, couldn't you do that anyway? No, but now he's made a job out of it, so it's worse. Just like your father. And say is like, my dad is awesome. I wish I knew him. He's like, let's fight a great battle in the final round next week so that everyone around the world can feel the joy of our battle. And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, and that's obviously shown for it. And Yuki's like, now I can fight with all of my heart. See you in a week. Yeah, uh, and anyway, I'm going to go uh, and, become okay, a major for a while. Here's where Reiji is like, even that, even so, we're going to win. Yuki's like, I don't intend to lose. And they're, they're both very hyped. They're both ready to go. So hyped, they have to do a gumpa battle right now. And uh, they go ahead and go head to head. Yeah, and Rain is like, wow, two of the finalists are in a special exhibition match. I mean, in this case, it would be su- extra weird because, the, or like dramatic, because this is a team. Like, these guys are normally on the same team. I'm just saying Rain is doing some WWE hype match stuff here. <laughs> so, Say has the Build Mark II, and Reiji has his beginning Gundam. Yep. And they, of course, fight in Field 1, Space, the final frontier. <laughs> I was going to say, the only way they justify this working is that Say's model is just so much better built. Well, the thing is, like, I could also believe that Say has picked up a lot of things from just hanging around Reiji and figuring out how to make things work. Something that Jeremy mentioned earlier is also that Say was, like, afraid of scratching his gun bluff, basically, and I think he has gotten over that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. even kind of a thing here. And again, you guys always will say stuff that I'm like, ah, huh. And I remember you being like, ah, I wish there was more about how Say's a better builder than Reiji, which is explicitly one of the points here. Well, it's more of having Reiji recognize that uh, certain things when he's piloting these Gundams. Anyway, this is the best animated fight we've got in a while. <laughs> as uh, Reiji tries to hit Say, but Say has to learn some moves. And easily dodges, and, and Sasaki and Gondar are like, holy shit. I like Sasaki being like, holy crap, he's actually a lot better than me. And Mao is like, well, yeah, he's been in the world tournament. Like, he's also been around uh, Reiji, who is very, very good. And Reiji's like, okay, Sable, how are you going to deal with three beam sabers? And <laughs> says, so like, I don't know, probably one beam saber. Psych, I will shoot the floor to create a smoke screen. And then try and blast you. Man, shields are worth nothing in this series. Uh, they're Gundam Seed Shields. <laughs> Say is a Gundam Seed fan, so he built Gundam Seed Shields. But I, I do like how they pointed out that, like, Say, like you said, Say says, like, my Mark II is a better built Gundam. And Rage is like, well, that means we're evenly matched. And Isla, like everybody whose 40k army is half done, is like, man, I have to fit, hurry up and finish mine. <laughs> I don't want to think about my pile of shame right now. I like Say's uh, dumb backpack technique. <laughs> he, look, he, ha- he has his gimmicks. He's also got cool beam saber uh, beam blasters. Packs. And as they start clashing, they're both like, hey, I, I don't think I can quit this. I'm too addicted. <laughs> Again, it's the Plavsky particles. Yeah. Highly addictive. Honestly, like, they could all, as good as Say is at both building and 
fighting in these things. Now that he's kind of gotten over that, he could probably make a pretty good career depending on how much money he can make. Just from, like, building stuff from people. Like either sponsorships from actually fighting them or building and, stuff for people. And Nils, how much money does your girlfriend have? <laughs> well, and his store, if people find out where, like, one of the finalists, like, this is their store. Yeah. Like, people in that scene would probably show up if for no other reason than to try and get his autograph. So we don't talk too much about the music, but I really like how triumphant it is in this episode. And I really like how, like, that battle theme is, like, it's not tense. It's just really celebratory. And then it fades into a montage and just lets the music play over as Say and Reiji uh, start tuning up the build strike. Uh, we see Isla continuing oh, to build her curious. Gumpla with a Sasabi and a Kyrios. That, that's the scene where they actually show you where the, what the actual kits are. And then Gonda hanging out with Yuki. You feel like he's got the huge like anime cry fountains and Yuki is just like... Yes, I know you are my friend, but dude, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> uh, Kilala gets to finally have a concert in an open studium. I didn't... <laughs> I hadn't noticed that, Jeremy. That is... Apparently, uh, Gonda is a huge fan of Loen Duala. Everybody seems to be. And Ren is just wa- happily walking in front of all of the faction signs. Yeah, yeah Rinko's just wandering around here, and... Uh, a wild pervert appears. <laughs> yes, uh, Mao's master. And then Ron Baral shows up to... Uh, to white knight her. But then her, her husband shows up and she's like, oh my god, I'm gonna Gone with the Wind him. It's been so long. You know, based on uh, based on <laughs> Rawl's expression there, I kind of wonder if he knew he was here. <laughs> and then Say sees them and says like, oh my god, my dad is real. And then Reiji sees him and is like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> and he salutes. Well, Say's dad holds up the nippers and that's when Reiji salutes. So Isla finishes her gumpla. Mao finishes his new Gumpla. It's got it's a, a skull. crossbones. I was going to say, did you, you did read my note on that. Uh, that is almost what its name is. <laughs> the the Gundam skull and crossbone Mao. <laughs> Yuki says hi to Say's dad. Yeah. Apparently. Like, there's no actual dialogue here. Kilala ha- gets an encore in the open studium. And uh, Rambaral is in front and center. And the build strike is complete, ready for its final match. As Say thinks about his dad in the tournament and... Is he going to go all the way or be second like his dad? Actually, legitimately a question. I, I can see the series ending either way. Well, now so. now he can lose. Yep. And he did lose to Yuki once. Which makes it... With, n- when he had a cooler Gumpla. I mean, and we are in that place where, yes, he already lost to him once, but they have also built up the fact that they have improved a lot. So it actually kind of ends up being narratively satisfying for them to lose or win here. Yep. So Nils has spent a week checking out this factory and is ready to sneak in. To the underground Batcave passage it has for some reason. <laughs> I love how also Caroline's just there in the least stealthy outfit known to man. Nils isn't in his stealth outfit either, to be He's fair. He's just in, like, cool clothes. Anyway, they walk to the Batcave and are like, hey, where are we? And Nils is like, huh, we're, like, right in the stadium. That's weird. So you, like, spent a week following this <laughs> truck only to end up back where you started? <laughs> underground, though. And they find a secret door, which has an airlock in it. Oh, I was thinking it was like uh, that hallway from the terrible Resident Evil movie. Uh, Which one? (laughs) The the laser one. Uh, That doesn't narrow it down. Are you thinking of the first one? And speaking of terrible Resident Evil, they reach the crystal room. It's just a really big crystal. It's a really big Plavsky particle crystal. And And Baker Baker turns on the lights. Baker Chan is here with a army of goons. And he's like, oh, I never thought you'd find this place. I hope you guys are into BDSM, because <laughs> now I can't let you leave. 
And one guy's holding, like, a baton. Yeah. And she says, prepare yourselves. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> so weird. I love how it, like, hard cuts into the, like, the super happy, cheerful ending and, theme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a wild way for that episode to end. <laughs> but wait, there's more. It's the finals. Everybody's in the seats. Getting and ready shocked. to watch. I, th- there's a shocked faces all the way around this thing. Because Yuki Tatsuya has changed out his Majin Kawagichi cosplay for Setsuna FCA cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they repainted the Exia Amazing pink? Black and pink? It's got some wings, And I it's guess? supposed to look like Setsuna's outfit. Because yeah. like the pink is like the scarf and... Um, it looks a lot better, and his glasses look so much worse. And <laughs> he's like, "Time for a gunpla battle." <laughs> I mean, we'll have to we'll have to get a better look at it. But honestly, if you, I, I think like a really bright pink combined with black actually looks really good. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why I'm saying this to the guy who literally has pink hair right now. It's, oh uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of pink. It's supposed to be purple. It's faded to it, pink. It is. Yeah. There there are bits that you can tell it was originally purple. It's pink now, but. <laughs> I liked this episode quite a bit. I don't like the after the credits bit, but... <laughs> well, we'll get into that next I week. I mean, that'll be next week, but I don't like what that implies, personally. I really like the energy of it. I love the, like, super weird tone change at the end of Nils Nilsson being like, Hey, uh, corporate espionage plot, what? <laughs> I mean, this one is one of those situations where it's an episode that is basically dedicated to, be, to fanboying about Gundam and Gunpla, but... In a weird way, it's also not, like, shoving it in your face as much as, like, Bill Divers was doing. Yeah, even, even though that this, is exactly what it is doing here. This, the goddamn Gunpla Carnival episode, is still not as bad as Bill Divers. Well, because it still just feels like it's a ho- it's a hobby get-together. These are all just hobbyists who happen to be having a con. Like, that's what this feels like. You know, Gundam Build Fighters is very good at capturing the spirit of competitive essence, right? And that's what makes it so relatable and good. Whereas, and, and like, it feels like, oh, we're huge fans of this, let's celebrate it together. It feels like the characters are huge fans, and not like this is an advertisement. Yeah. Even though this, like, all Gundam is an advertisement for toys. And I think one of the reasons why it works so much better is because in Build Divers, we would have instances of the characters saying, like, isn't this great? Look how cool this is. But a lot of the times in the, like, I guess the, like, the glamour shots for the hobby aspect of, like, when Isla's building her gunpla, for instance, there's no dialogue. Isla's not, like, Isla's clearly speaking to China on a couple of occasions, but there's no dialogue for her saying anything. Yep. It's Yuki and Sei and Reiji talking over scenes like that, and they're talking about something unrelated. Well, kind of unrelated, mostly about, like, the tournament. And that's, like, so, most of the dialogue in the entire episode. I mean, and like I said, it all maps to real-world stuff. It works as a metaphor in a way that Gundam Build Divers, like, nobody talks about the MMO they play, like, the way they talk about it in Build Divers. Yeah, I don't run around saying things like, wow, is the greatest MMO? Yeah. I'm so glad it exists. It's more of a matter of me and Jeremy haven't played WoW in, like, a month. Well, it's like, <laughs> uh, but I have been playing Final Fantasy for over 500 days now, and I logged, I've logged in for almost every one of those, and that's not how I talk about Final Fantasy. <laughs> I talk about the people I'm going to hang out with, or the thing I'm trying to accomplish. Not, oh, this is so cool. Award-winning Heavensward expansion. <laughs> Zach, you should play it all the time with us. Come on, you're losing out on the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Being the person who doesn't really play if only it, you knew the greatest min maxer of all time or something <laughs> do you have a high point tyler 
Oh, no, come back to me. I'll, I'll, I have to think on it. Zach? This one is a little bit tough because I liked basically this episode from start to finish. But I think I'm going to give it to Say and Reiji's fight with each other. Like, I really liked that scene because it kind of does go in and show how much Say has, like, grown in Gunpla and whatnot and just shown, like, he's picked up a lot of this stuff. And he's even picked up some of Reiji's confidence, right? He's like, oh, no, Reiji, you're so good. I can't go up against you. He's like, okay, I, you know what I know about you? You're a fucking idiot. And I'm going to <laughs> take advantage of that at every you might possible. Be, you're better than me at this, but I can outthink you. And it very contrasts him at the beginning with Sazuki, where he accepted the challenge, but was very clearly not confident in his ability to win it. Yep. Whereas here, he's going up against his partner, and he's still all for it and, ha- and very, like, not oh no, what'll happen if I lose? It's, I'm going to win. Yeah, and he may have won or lost. We don't know. It is left ambiguous. I think that is the best part of the episode as well. But I'll give it to like the montage right after. I really like particularly the bit where Say's dad is back and Reiji gives him the salute as he pulls out the nippers (laughs) and winks. I think that's a really nice high point bit. Tyler. I think mine is actually going to be Yuki teaching Isla how to build her gunpla better, which I just find real. And as a lead in to the scene where... Uh, Say and Reiji have their talk with Yuki. Yep, that's really good. And also, it's one of those things where, like, I like the fact that Isla's like, I want to build a gunpla now, because it really does kind of reinforce that idea of they beat her, and they kind of did the same thing with, you know, Reiji more or less got into gunpla by hanging around Say, and, like, that enthusiasm rubs off on him. And just, yes, this is something that is just fun to do with friends, and it reinforces that. Yeah, like I, I actually really like that. Like I said, the metaphor works. Even when she's literally saying, oh, man, that looks so fun. I have to do it. It reminds me of when I have been in similar places where I'm like, oh, I have to do the work so I can engage in the hobby. Yep. Tyler, do you have a low point? It's not a specific scene, but for me, the Battle Royale montage dragged on a little bit, especially with the Ricardo dealing with Kalala thing. Um, I mean, it did, but it was also funny. Yeah, it was also, like, I don't know, there was just, like, a l- one too many random scenes of people we don't care about getting exploded. Zach? This is actually pretty tough, because, like, I actually kind of like that scene. Um, I think what I might have to actually go with, mostly because I can't think of a, a one that I actually think is a bad, or a lo- really low point, is probably going to be Kilala's like introduction to it at the start. Like, hey, we're doing this thing, so here we're gonna kill two, three minutes as we run through all the introduction things that we're just going to show you later. I'm supposed much like Gundam Build Divers, it is an advertisement for an event you cannot go to <laughs> because it is fictional. Yeah, so that's probably gonna be it. Even though it does like set up the premise of the episode really well to start things off, it's just it's a little bit too ham handed. When you could just show all of those things in the montage, which is what you do anyway. I'm going to go with Mao's master perving over Rinko because, like, <laughs> it, it's one of those things. Like, her like reaction is so disgusted and real that, like, I mean, I get it. That's the reaction you should have, but I don't care for it. Do you have an MVP, Tyler? It's hard to give one this episode. Um, there are, I think, a few good options. Although I think this is also one of those episodes where you can pretty much nominate whoever you want and it will be perfectly like, I understand why you did that. I think I can give it to Rinko, actually, um, especially with her fangirling out about how cool her husband is and being good team mom. Zach? 
I think I want to give it to Say. Because I actually really like, you know, again, like, we see him going up against Reiji and he's super stoked to do that. The conversation he has with Yuki is really good. And just, like, just in general, it seems like a very happy-go-lucky, upbeat type of thing for him. It, it and also shows a, his progress, right? Yes. Like, it is a very good payoff for that. Yeah, I also think say for the same reasons. Are there any Gunpla we want to put on our list? Beginning Gundam, Build Gundam Mark II, the Fenice... Uh, Isn't the Gundam... Is, I thought the Build Gundam Mark II was already on the list. I don't believe it is, but I can check. Because to me, that's the obvious choice. It is not. That in the beginning Gundam makes sense to me. If there's anything else in this episode we want to put on here, now is a good time to put Gunpla on here. I think I think that is it within the tone of the episode. I don't care for either the beginning Gundam or the Build Gundam Mark II, if I'm honest. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of either, but uh, well, I'm perfectly well, fine we to them rank them. The okay, yeah. which yeah, one do we want to start the list. with? Um, Let's do the beginning Gundam. It's the beginning. And it's alphabetical. I think worse than the build strike, right? I think so. Yeah. I would agree with that. How I do... mean, it's got its kind of rad three beam sabers, so but it's also dumb, really though. dumb. I really don't like the rifle design either. I I'm not a huge fan of that. How do we think it compares to the RX-78? I think it's worse than the RX-78. I, I like the blocky design on the RX-78. The beginning Gundam is a little bit too sleek for me. That's actually what I was going to say, is I like how blocky the RX-78 is in comparison. Its sleekness actually reminds me a lot of the O Gundam. So what do we think it compares hmm. to there? About the, the same o Gundam is below the RX-78? Yep. I might actually prefer the beginning Gundam. I think I prefer the O Gundam. I think the beginning has a bit more flavor with those beam sabers. That's what I was thinking. Of... It's just got a little bit more going I on. I mean, the O Gundam is the RX-78 with the GN drives. So. Yeah. How do we think it compares to the Cerevi? Huh. I think I prefer the Cerevi just because it's it, it is tank. It is chunk. I think I would agree with with Tyler on that. What about the Destroy Gundam? Okay, interesting. Honestly, I think I would prefer the Destroy Gundam because I think, as you said before, I'm going to remember the Destroy Gundam. You know, three weeks from now, you ask me on our next series, how does this compare to the beginning Gundam? And I'm not going to know what the hell you're talking about. It's the one with three beam sabers. I do think I agree with Zach's argument there. So, a very similar in its sleekness, how do we think it compares to the Gades? Which is what a new returner had for a minute. I think I, I like the Gades more because it has more of a distinct silhouette. I, do I think too. I prefer the beginning Gundam because I can't tell those fuckers apart. It, it doesn't help that they all have so. There was a Gades and a Gades. Uh, come on. What are you guys doing? But do you think. Where do you think it goes in your relationship? Oh, no, I agree with you. Okay, so the beginning Gundam gives it number 77 above the O Gundam and below the Gades. I think the build Gundam Mark II is better than the beginning Gundam. Oh, yeah. I would agree with you on that. I do like the fact that it is very, it is a very chunky design, and I like the two, like, big cannons it carries. And, and like I said, I like the implicit storytelling of it, of Say was like, oh, the build, everybody, every modeler likes a Mark II, but what, I need a Gundam seed this shit, because that's who I am. How do we think it compares to the build strike? Because I actually kind of like it better than that, mostly for color scheme. I think I would agree. I think I prefer it to the build strike. I do, too, um, mostly actually on silhouette more than the color scheme. Uh, how do we think it compares to the Jim Sniper K-9? Favorably, I think. I mean, the, the I Sniper did not have a whole lot unique about it other than it's, like, a lot it's, of fun well, gimmicks. I mean, it had its doggo artillery. Yeah. Game. Like I said, a lot of fun gimmicks. I'm, I'm torn on this one. I think I would give it to the Jim Sniper K-9. I think I would give it to the build Mark II, but I think it's really close here. Uh, what about the Double O Sky, the final form of... Now, I actually like the Sky fairly well, even though the series is much worse. So Yeah, I, I think I agree with you there. So That means I don't actually have to make a choice, because yep. honestly, <laughs> I have the problem of a lot of the, the Double O Gundams, specifically like 
the O or the the double O, the double O riser, the sky and the in the whatever the fuck his other one is. They all kind of run together in my head. The only double O Gundam that doesn't run with the rest is the Quant. Yeah, because it's green. Final question: Better or worse than the Zaku? Amazing. Worse. Yeah, there's no question there for me. It's the Zaku. Amazing. All right, the build. <laughs> Sorry, Gundam say Mark you're gonna lose to Yuki here again. <laughs> goes at number thirty-eight above the Jim Sniper K9 and below the Zaku. Amazing. Anything else we want to put on our list, or are we happy with these for now? I think we're good for now because we didn't have any other new ones. That really did anything. Because, like, yeah, Fellini had his new uh, Wing Zero mod, but it doesn't really do anything. Yeah, I was going to say, it is a rad design, but I don't know that I saw enough. Like, we didn't see the bird form, really, except for the, the brief scene, so. All right. Anything else you want to say about this one? It's pretty disposable, but I think it's a lot of fun. I like the high moments in it. I like that it's a celebration. It, it feels kind of like, to me, this this episode felt a lot like a deep breath before the calm, like, the calm before the storm type of thing. Rather than just rolling it straight into the finals, we get this episode as kind of a breather to let everybody just kind of do character things before we roll it straight into the big final battle with Yuki. I thought it was all right. I, I could have done with, like, this episode but half the length, and I think I would have liked it a lot more. Course, this, this is one of those but... things where I feel like if I was watching this on a week-to-week basis, which we we kind of are, but at the same time, because I watched the other one right before it Mm -hmm. it gave it a lot of bonuses whereas like if i was just watching this one episode a week this would probably take a bit of a hit on the enjoyment factor because there's not a lot here yeah well like it doesn't advance the like narrative really a lot yeah and we have two major plot threads still going so so going into the last two episodes do we have any predictions are saiyan rage gonna be winners or is yuki is what's going to happen with Nels Nielsen. Any other predictions we want to get in before we go into the final stretch? Say and Reiji, I think, are going to win it all, but it's going to be one of those really close things. Well, especially with the might, appearance of Dark Yuki, right? That <laughs> might turn on Yuki doing something, like a not necessarily a resignation, but basically letting him get in a freebie because of somebody cheating. Yeah, well, like, clearly he has accepted dark side powers somehow, thanks to nine bathers. That's why I'm thinking, like, he might not necessarily have all the information on that, so he might realize it and they might get a freebie on that one. Well, I say freebie, but I think, honestly, it'll just be one of those things where Shonen Energy pulls him through it. Yep. I have no idea what the hell is happening with Nils and the Plavsky <laughs> crystals, um, but I'm very interested. In actually, it. I think I think that's actually going to be one of the main things. Is some kind of sh- Nils is going to do some kind of shenanigans on the bottom side, trying uh, to get away from them. Is Caroline into that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I want Nils to become a lawyer at some point so that he can uh, like terminate contracts and say that they're Nils and Void. Bad news: Nils Nielsen is one of the few characters we see as an adult at some point <laughs> in the franchise. And he's a space physicist pirate? Two of those are correct. <laughs> space uh, physicist pirate? <laughs> Any other predictions we have? Uh, no, I'm excited to see the final fight, though. Um, I, I feel like I, we have seen what they can do with an animation budget, and I feel like they have probably saved up for it. I really, really hope they actually did save up for it, and it is animated as well as the previous Yuki fight between these characters. 
Although I really wish it was more akin to the fight that we see in the opening with the camp for amazing, because I think that's just a better design. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, w- I will take three quarters as good as the first Yuki fight, because honestly, that one was fucking bonkers. So. Three quarters the ferocity of a regular <laughs> flamenco. <laughs> Three quarters, three times. It's just like, it's like lo-fi flamenco. <laughs> Nine quarters, the ferocity of a normal flamenco. Well, that's twice as ferocious. So. A little more. We will be back next week with episode 24, Dark Matter. Podcast ended. <laughs>